welcome. I'll invite you to join me in a slow breath before we begin. I'm smiling because this is the fourth time I press record because I kept saying invite, I'd like to invite you to join me in a slow breath. Um, maybe we'll do that next time. And uh, I was going to speak today about a quote by a poet, which was interesting me. Um, and then just as I was about to press record, the other little dog that lives in the temple, Anya, uh, came past our windows and Aiko leapt at her, shouting at the top of her voice. Um, so I just had to settle her down before I could come back to recording this. And it's uh, led me to thinking about a different topic, which is reactivity. Um We've got two little dogs and one of them, Ralph, uh, was from another family. We, he came to us when he was seven months old and was very calm and still around other dogs when we first got him. Uh, as he relaxed and as time went on, he became extremely reactive, a, a word that I didn't really use very often before we got Ralph lunging at the end of his lead and shouting very loudly and snapping near them. Um, so I've spent quite a lot of time over the past couple of years that we've had him working on helping him to be less reactive. Um, it's been a journey. It's been quite a journey. And I was just thinking about Aiko, who just uh, this still needs, <laughs> there's still some work to do to help her to not react when Anya comes past the window, um, that, that how intense reactivity can be. And I was thinking about how it is inside our heads that we have these parts of us that react in a similar way to Ico when certain things happen, uh, that something just triggers them and they just go, they just kind of, it's like black and white, they're off or on and they just go crazy um, and sometimes we're in touch with the intensity of that uh, intensity <laughs> um, and sometimes we're not because other parts of us come in to try and mute that or calm those parts down or just wall those parts off so it's not like they're shout not shouting but they're they're kind of behind a wall with some soundproofing on it um, just imagining it kind of like fireworks inside our head and some people are more fireworky than others for good reason that that we've all got different histories and we've had different reasons to develop those parts that that get triggered and that that are looking out for us that are um doing their job for us they're scanning the perimeter they're tuning in to how people are feeling about us um, they're noticing, as I've told the story before, they're noticing the man, you know, five rows back on the train who suddenly starts looking ill. And I've seen that and nobody else has because that's what my parts 
learnt to do to keep me safe. And there are things we can do to help soothe those parts. We've done lots of training with Ralph over the years, um, often involving treats, which is always a good thing (laughs) to use when training dogs or ourselves. Um, It's really helped him for us to build our connection with him. So now that when he's out, he doesn't just go into some frozen state and forget that we exist while he sniffs frantically but he he's able to look back at us when we call him and um and feel slightly reassured by by seeing that we're not worried um learning different responses is also helpful that when he sees a dog rather than shout at the dog he learns that he can turn back and have a treat when a dog appears so there are lots of things we can do to help heal these parts of us Um, and it can take a really long time to make big shifts sometimes there's foundational shifts going on that don't become visible until a moment when something blossoms and sometimes it's just really slow Um, and also sometimes we just have to accept that that we have a brain that has reactive parts, that we have a dog that is reactive to other dogs. And I think this has been another one of my big learnings with Ralph is that it's okay to feel upset about that. I used to really love when we just had Aiko, I used to love, she's looking at me as I mention her. I used to really love meeting other dogs and meeting other dog owners and chatting and letting the dogs have a sniff and a play. That's much harder now. It's hard to go places where there are narrow paths, where we can't get past another dog without catastrophe. Um, We can't really go into cafes with them because a dog might come in and need to start kicking off. But it's okay to feel sad about that. It's okay to feel... um, the grief of it and it's also okay to make adjustments to my life that that we're working on it I'm not sure if you can hear him he's snoring here to the left of me um we'll continue to work on it and and he has changed a lot and hopefully he will continue to change but but there's something helpful for me about just really just letting go of that hope that he will be the perfect non-reactive dog ever Um, and I think the other thing that helps is making adjustments around um, yeah allowing our lives to adjust to, to, to the reality rather than expecting that things will change And of course, being gentle with it all, being gentle with him when I manage it and being gentle with myself that I won't be the perfect reactivity solution that um, that I'll have days when I'm when I feel bad about it. Just allowing it all, allowing that isn't ideal and that it is just giving it space to be to be how it is 
that makes me think about meditation where we just allow whatever's there to be there and 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 to it for it to settle in its own time for the the stirred up sort of swooshed up water to come to its own um sense of of settledness that isn't forced that, that there's something about respecting respecting the process and and respecting being realistic about how much impact I can have on that process um, surrendering I guess <laughs> so I have managed to get through the whole voice note without being interrupted by any shouting dogs although that would uh have illustrated my point quite nicely. Um, instead, Iko's looking at me and yawning, and Ralph is snoring away. But there are times when there isn't reactivity, there's just relaxedness, and let's enjoy those times while we can. So thank you for listening, wondering which parts of you are involved in reactivity, what, what kind of situations trigger you or set parts of you off, what kinds of things you've tried over the years to ameliorate that, to soothe those parts, the limits that you might have encountered in that project and how it might be to allow a little more space for the reality of the situation rather than where you would like to be, how can it be a little bit more okay to just be here with life as it is? So thank you for being here and go gently.